Good morning, everyone. Uh, here's the uh, second episode of Car Thoughts uh, with your host here, David. And, uh, you know, just uh, getting a little bit of a late start this morning. Um, for whatever reason, my phone actually shut off. So I was laying in bed. I was awake. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to get out of bed until the alarm goes off. And, uh, you know, I'm laying there, laying there, laying there. My wife finally you know, comes back into the room, and she's like, so, uh, are you getting up today, or are you going to work, and, uh, you know, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, why would she be awake before I am, you know, I'm usually up at four or five o'clock, and, uh, you know, but sure enough, I looked, and my phone had actually shut off, and that's why the alarm never went off, and, uh, yeah, it's amazing how reliable, reliant we become upon technology that we just assume that oh you know it's it's going to work it's going to be just fine I mean you know who has an alarm clock an actual alarm clock anymore you know everybody uses their phone but at the end of the day you know I'm thinking like maybe it wouldn't hurt to have an alarm clock as a backup you know and uh, so that's just my first thought of the morning the other thing I kind of want to talk about was generations um, and uh, our perception of generations and why I think that they shouldn't uh, exist anymore. Um, you know, we have uh, always you know, had a negative connotation of the younger generation, but the younger generation always feels like they're being, you know, belittled by the older generation. And, you know, you see that all the time. I mean, you see, you know, right now the big thing is everybody's down on the millennials and the Gen Zers, and they're just, you know, oh, these millennials, they don't want to, they don't want to work. They just want to, you know, play games and play on their phones all day, and they don't want to actually hold down a real job. You know, they, back in my day, we, we had jobs, and, you know, I've read a lot of statistics and a lot of studies and studied a lot about the millennial generation. And they actually take, they're taking more unpaid internships than any generation before. They're working jobs more than they ever have before. The reason why, you know, there's this negative connotation about them actually has nothing to do with the millennials at all. Um, you know, there was, in my generation, the Gen Xers, I was one of the last Gen Xers, um, you know, they, they said that, you know, we, uh, were, were lazy, we didn't care, and, uh, you know, that's why we were Generation X, because, well, we just didn't really care about anything, and they didn't, they just figured that, you know, we weren't gonna ever accomplish anything, because we were pretty much worthless, um, you know, and that's what the, the, the baby boomers uh, said about us. And, uh, you know, and in the baby boomer generation, you know, they were, it was said of them in a Time Magazine article uh, written back in like 1968 that, uh, I'm going to probably mess up the quote here since I'm in my car and I can't read it, obviously, but, um, that, uh, you know, I knew as soon as I said it that the members of this affluent society uh, 
would never know what to make a living means. And this was, you know, the previous generation talking about baby boomers who never know what it, what to make a living means. Um, Aristotle, Plato, <laughs> Socrates wrote about the generations and wrote about how the young, you know, would never accomplish anything because they were too narcissistic and too, um, you know, too self-obsessed that didn't really understand what it meant to work hard for a living. And we're talking Plato, Socrates, we're not talking from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, we're talking about, you know, ancient Greece, 300 B.C., you know, this, they said the same thing, narcissistic, and didn't know what it meant to work for a living. I mean, if you think about it, you know, there's all these studies now about narcissism and how we are so narcissistic and everything. You know, the word narcissism comes from the Greek. They actually had a god called Narcissus who actually um, was so beautiful, he refused, he was a demigod, but he refused uh, the company of any women. Just, he was too beautiful. They did not compare to him. So he just never, you know, never wanted anyone. So, because so many people hated him because he was so narcissistic, they actually found a pool that had a perfect reflection and no ripples and had him look at it. And he literally stayed there staring at himself forever, just pretty much, um, and, you know, so if we didn't invent narcissism, people just have easier access to technology to make narcissism more obvious, I mean, we're very narcissistic people, I mean, what's the first thing you do, you know, you wake up, you use the bathroom, you, you know, sit down, in front of the sink, you wash your hands, and then you look in the mirror, you're looking in the mirror, looking at yourself, trying to determine, you need to comb your hair, brush your teeth, uh, put on makeup, uh, if you're, you know, you do that, you know, you spend time looking at yourself every day, and that's just with a simple mirror, um, you know, so I really don't think, I just think it's more access, a new way to be narcissistic. We always have been as a species because, you know, we love ourselves. Or we should because I believe, honestly, the first step to being able to honestly love other people is to love oneself first. And you can't give love if you don't know what it is. Uh, so, you know, that's my nugget of wisdom for the, <laughs> for the show. Um, but yeah, so, and then there was even an ancient Assyrian tablet that was found from two, like 2000 BC that was written and they finally translated it and one of the lines on the tablet actually uh, stated something about it was a, a philosopher's quote that said um, you know that the world was going to end because of the young generation they didn't believe in hard work or doing anything important, and they only cared about themselves, and society was going to break down, and, 
you know, we were all going to just cease to exist because none of the important hard work was going to be done. I mean, that's not the exact what was written. Um, you can actually look it up on the internet um, if you're studying about, you know, generations, um, you know, generational things. Uh, matter of fact, you might be able to search it just by searching for ancient uh, Assyrian tablet and generations. But, you know, so, so the thing is, is if you go back far enough, the older generation has been talking, you know, derogatorily, if that's a word, uh, about the younger generation since there was a younger generation to talk negatively about. You know, basically, to put it in simple terms, fathers have been disappointed in their sons since there were sons for fathers to be disappointed in. You know, let's face it. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, even if you look in, you know, anywhere, there's going to be examples of that. You know, my son, he just, you know, sat around all day and, you know, he's highly successful now, but when he was growing up, my goodness, children of my generation would have never done anything like that. You know, you know, there's always been that. But see, the thing is, is generations are made up. They're a mental construct created by humans. They don't exist in nature. You know, you don't hear, you know, sea lions, you know, sitting around like, oh, those baby sea lions, they don't know how good they've got it. You know, when we first came to this island, you know, you know, we had to forge for food. And now, you know, there's so many of us, we don't really all have to work as hard as we used to. So these young sea lions don't know how good they have it. You know, you don't see that. You don't see dolphins or tigers or lions saying, oh, you know, these young cubs, you know, they don't really know what it's like to hunt. When we first came to these plains, there were hardly any animals here. And then finally the elk started coming in and now we have plenty of food and they don't really know what it's like to work hard and actually have to chase down food. You know, you don't see that anywhere else except for in humanity and um so one of the things that i am actually like completely for and i even refuse to acknowledge uh the subject if somebody's like talking down about it you know i always bring up these types of points to them is <clears throat> i don't believe in generations i really don't there are people out there working their butts off just because there's this negative connotation that was there in my generation, that was there in, if you're a baby boomer and you're listening to this in your generation, you know, I mean, everybody hated the hippies back in the 60s. I mean, you know, Johnson passed the the laws and, and all of that to get all the hippies off the, the lawn. And that's why all of these, you know, like marijuana is such a, a uh, heavy... Uh, drug for uh, criminal punishment because they wanted all the hippies off the lawn and he couldn't evict a peaceful protest. So he's like, wow, you know, we're going to get rid of them somehow. And he made marijuana the most dangerous drug, class A or whatever it is. And it holds the heaviest prison sentence, you know, if you get caught with enough of it. And that's why there's so many people in prison because of that decision just because he didn't like these young kids who were protesting the war. So, 
Now, granted, the whole marijuana being a legal thing goes back a lot further than that. It actually goes back to the early 1900s. Um, but that's why it is at the point it is you know, now, though those laws are being reformed. And I'm not here to talk about the benefits or the negative effects of marijuana. I'm just telling you guys facts about what happened in history. Um, you know, so... So, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it. And, uh, you know, just really, you know, I don't know what your views are on this. But, I mean, if you think about it, and if you actually look this stuff up and, and read about it, you know, just look up quotes about generations and, uh, and actually find stuff, like historical quotes on generations, you'll find article after article, quote after quote quote, going back thousands of years, <clears throat> where people have been talking negatively about the younger generation. So, am I telling you that all millennials and all Gen Z are the hardest workers and they're better than us? No, I'm not telling you that they're better than us, but what I'm telling you is, is that you should really consider cutting them some slack, because, oh, uh, you know, they're not as bad as you think they are, and... You know, if you're listening to this and you're you're not in one of those generational classes, you probably need to be nice to them because you know they're going to pick your nursing home someday. <laughs> they're going to be running the country. I mean, think about that. You know, in the next twenty years, we could have a president that is a millennial. Uh, I mean, they'll actually be older, old enough to become president before then. But you know, I mean, chew on that. So, you know, just, just throwing that out there, you know, whether you agree with me or you don't agree with me, that's fine. I'm not here to, to, uh, get people to agree with my way of thinking. I'm just throwing out what I'm thinking about. And, uh, if you like it, great. If you don't, that's great too. You know, if we didn't have differing opinions, we wouldn't have, uh, probably a lot of the inventions and great, uh, creations that have come about because, you know, without a little uncomfortableness um, or somebody thinking, like, I'm going to do something differently, you know, we probably wouldn't have made the technological advances we've made. So uh, that's all I've got for right now. Uh, thank you for listening, and please subscribe. I'm going to try and do these every day, and uh, so far I'm doing it. So I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday morning, and thank you. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. 
if you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels and trust me i'm looking at this book right now it's really well printed i love kindle publishing you can pick it up for five dollars and fifty cents so you can have a physical copy where you can take notes where you can you know keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that i know you're capable of creating so by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.